0: everybody, you know what time it is? It's garbage time. Yes sir. You know, that sounds worse than I really mean it to, I promise, but that's okay. Uh, this is Garbage Time, the second show every week on the 48 Minutes Podcast Network where you can get all of our NBA news. Uh, we were, Like I said, if you're just catching our show for the first time, the basis of this one is we were really tired of missing big moments to not have covered, um, so we wanted to do a second show, especially during the postseason. Uh, so, I'm Tim Daniel. I'm a regular here on the 48 Minutes Network with uh, Ben Brown. Ben, how are you?
1: Doing wonderful, my man. Doing wonderful. Ready to uh, talk about another great uh, last four or five days of the NBA playoffs. So, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, and at this rate right now with how the conference uh, semifinal series look game-win uh, game, game loss-wise, um, we're going to be off a week because everything's either 3-0 or 3-1 right now. Um, mm-hmm. So... I don't know what the NBA is going to do for five days, but you can't speed speed up this. You can't, like, move it up.
1: No, not at all. Um, You know, NBA, standard-wise, I mean, you're having a – you've got the opportunity of having a lot of days off, which is kind of um, good and bad in a way. It's good for the players. You know, they get that opportunity for a break, but it's bad for NBA fans um, and NBA as a whole just because of the simple fact that, you know, you're missing five days there, so – uh, with all those the way those series are lining up, that's the way it's looking. Like it's going to go down.
0: Yeah. So if you're ch- keeping tabs right at home right now, obviously you know the Cavaliers have a three nothing lead on the, on the one seed Toronto Raptors. Um, the Golden State Warriors have a three one lead on the New Orleans Pelicans after a slashing today. Mm -hmm. Um, The Houston Rockets just wrapped up beating the Utah Jazz. They're now up three games to one. And the surprise of the conference semifinals so far being the Boston Celtics holding a 3-0 lead on the young Boston Celtics. So, Ben, let's start there. Um, Mm -hmm. This isn't what I expected by any means. We talked about this last week. Absolutely. I still think Philly's a more talented team. I still think Philly is a better team. I just think that youth is kicking in. Um, a lot of these young guys, these you know Embiid, Simmons, McConnell's, Sarriches, they haven't had to play games like this this deep in a, like you know ever. Um, mm-hmm. You know Embiid especially, he didn't go through the whole AAU circuit thing, and um, you know now these and you know he even he, he played 31 games in three years. Ben Simmons missed the whole season, you know. So I think these Sixers guys are really kind of like their youth is showing. And I think that's where things are really happening for them. They've had some bad breaks for sure. Um that JJ Reddick passed at the end of regulation yesterday, that Marco Bellinelli had to bail him out. Um, you know the fourth quarter co- the overtime they were just awful. I mean they were terrible. Uh game yeah. game two, Ben Simmons scores one point. You know, um the Sixers have been out coached completely. Um Brad Stevens is a wizard. Oh, my gosh. He's an amazing coach. He's probably, you know, he's getting the most out of all these young guys. Um, I'm really going to be annoyed for the next 15, 20 years when we have to hear about how good Jason Tatum is from Celtic fans.
1: (laughs) Man, Tatum
0: and Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, it's your conference chance for life.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Going back to the point that you made about Brad Stevens, um, that guy, and and I've – and I have uh, talked him up a lot, um, just because it's so cool to see a guy in situations where um, he knows he has talented players, um, and he is able to game plan uh, with his talented players against other talented teams and make his teams look phenomenal. And I don't, I don't, I mean, I haven't, you know. And it's not like a Phil Jackson thing where he's coaching Shaq and Kobe, or Jordan and Pippen. Um, you know, it's not a Red Auerbach thing where he's got you know uh, Bill Russell and Bob Cousy and Dave Cowens and all these other superstars. I mean, he's got guys that are up and comers: Jalen Brown, um, uh, Tatum. You know, he has one. You know, one. You know, great vet and Horford. But he just games playing people to death. I mean, you looked at that one game, Philly's up, you know, Philly's up like 21. And they just stay, that team just stayed the course. They just stayed steady. They chipped away, chipped away, and then got a win in overtime. I mean, it's just, Brad Stevens has done an amazing job. And, and usually when it, in, in the NBA, a lot of coaches don't get a whole lot of credit. Um, I mean, there's a few, you know, great Popovich, of course, he always gets credit. Um, but Brad Stevens man how how awesome has he been um, taking these young Celtics uh, deep into the playoffs when nobody thought they could I mean when they lose Gordon Hayward the first night you lose Kyrie right before the playoffs and you've got a couple of young guards and an Al Horford who's aging but I mean he's playing well um, you got a Marcus Smart was hurt to start the playoffs so I mean you're down three through of your five projected starters starting the playoffs and and um this guy's has just done a masterful job. He's, he gets a lot of credit. Here's what's he most impressive
0: up. about what the Celtics did yesterday: is in the league we play in now, they they won a playoff game on the road, shooting ten of thirty-eight from three. They shot twenty-six percent from three. Mm-hmm. They had nine nine offensive rebounds. Which, you know, take that for what it is. Obviously. They shot mm-hmm. 64% from the free throw line. And they still won this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I am I am on the Terry Rozier bandwagon. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah,
1: scary Terry, baby. Scary
0: Terry, man. <laughs> Where his Drew Bledsoe jersey to the game. It's so savage. I love it.
1: It is. That's awesome, isn't it?
0: <laughs> the NBA is so petty, but it's awesome Ooh, how petty dude. it is.
1: It is. Yeah. But, I mean, that that was so cool.
0: Um, so you know, Rogier is definitely like, he's up to stats, stats so much, and it's cool because you know there's an article that came out about him. I think it was on Yahoo. I think it was shams. I'm probably wrong. That's kind of how I am with articles. I just read them. I don't read the read the read the light writer most of the time.
1: Right. Yeah. Um,
0: that was saying that Rozier was actually preparing himself to be the starting point guard this year, this whole off season because of Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. And so he really like was upping his game, and he was working out, and he was just busting his ass. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna have my chance. It's my last year of my rookie deal." Um, and then, of course, you know Kyrie gets traded, and he's excited. He's gonna play with Kyrie, and then Kyrie gets hurt, and you're seeing all that work pay off. Absolutely. I, mean, I think he's an RFA, so I think the Celtics do have the rights to bring him back. But if he hits the market. He could very well be, because technically, Kirschpaus to be a free agent, but he's not leaving Houston. No. Um, gosh, no. T- Terry Rozier could be one of the top two or three point cards available in free agency
1: coming up. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely played his way, um, into that spot. Um, just through, I mean, he, he played well during the season. Just this playoff run, um, has put him in a spot where, um, he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid a lot of money. Um, and you can see his work and perseverance pay off. Um, even though Kyrie came in, that guy came in prepared and ready to play. Um, and you can see that uh, when he's hitting big shots and doing the things he's done for the Celtics. Um, it, it's it's uh, it's amazing how that kind of correlates together. You know, when a guy takes his offseason serious and prepares himself the way that those guys prepare themselves. And now it's kind of just coming to the light where this guy is a, where he's going to be a two, three, four free agent caliber type guy where people are going to be putting up a lot of money to have him on their team. So, which I don't think the Celtics really, I mean, if he's RFA, I, I really seriously doubt the Celtics will let him go um, because he is a viable backup point guard to Kyrie. So,
0: yeah, but, but, you know, Shane Larkin. Yeah. You know, Shane yeah. Larkin. Yeah you know
1: absolutely
0: yeah I mean he was a first round pick
1: absolutely he's terrible (laughs) Uh, unfortunately yeah he just fell to the right now he's in a bad spot because Rozier is playing out of his mind and Rozier earned that spot Um, and when Kyrie comes back I mean he's he is kind of the odd man out so but yeah uh, big ups to Rozier, man.
0: For sure, man. So, like, here's the guys that the Celtics are winning games with right now. Okay, you mentioned Tatum, Brown, Horford. You know, they're solid players, obviously. They're really darn good. Rozier, we talked about, he's been having a good year. Marcus Smart, you know, he's not a huge scorer, but he's such a good defender. Mm-hmm. But after that, you're like Aaron Baines.
1: hmm
0: Marcus Morris. Oh, yeah. Semi Ojale.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: To put it into context, the most well-recognized name on their bench, as far as our regular bench guys, was Greg Monroe. No minutes. No minutes. No minutes. I mean,
1: the whole – DMP the whole time.
0: Yep. Which – right, man. Which brings to the other side. So, we talked about all the good things the Susks have done. Uh, Let's talk about the Sixers here. Obviously, you know, this is disappointing because we've – you know, any bandwagon, like, NBA fan or, like, any, like, casual NBA fan or – You know, even someone that has teams like we do, we have fallen in love with this team, and we have enjoyed Mm -hmm. watching them play and how talented they are, how quick they are, how good they are, you know, like how everything's coming together, how the, you know, fuck it, I'll say it, how the process is coming to fruition.
1: (laughs) Absolutely.
0: But I think the process is a little bit away now, and I'm and I was wrong. I really, really believe the Sixers will play the Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference Finals. I mm-hmm. you could not have convinced me the Celtics would win this series. Um, let alone three games to none. I thought the six, mm-hmm. I thought the Sixers would have won by now, at least. Mm-hmm. Um But I, I really, you know, I just I just it's, you know I think that the process needs a couple more guys. Um you know, I think a Paul George would be amazing on this team, even though I don't think that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um I think Kawhi Leonard would just be the perfect piece for oh, this gosh. Team. Oh, yeah, um, not that he would be the perfect piece, like fucking anywhere, but you know like right um, they need that they need that somewhere a, like Broco is an awesome three. I love the way Rocco plays defense, but the dude scored one point yesterday in twenty five mm-hmm. minutes of play, um so you know they did they, they they need a few more pieces. I think that Brett Brown's the perfect coach for them. I think he's done an amazing job through all the bad years they had. I mean mm-hmm. Embiid was amazing yesterday, going 22 and 19. Albeit he was 10 of 26 from the field. Yeah, um, Ben Simmons looks like he's you know he stepped up a little bit, going 16 eight and eight. Missed a heartbreaking dunk. Uh that was rough.
1: He did. Yes, he did.
0: Yeah, but man, I just I think that okay. Here's what I'll say about the Sixers. This is disappointing, but if you had told us at the beginning of the year, all these people have kept their eye kept their eye on the Sixers and their parrots. We would be ecstatic to say, "Oh, they're playing in the conference semis! They were the four seed. Man, what a hell of a year!"
1: Oh, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, for them to for them to come so far, as far as being in the playoffs and having that city excited, um, I think they've accomplished. I think they've overachieved um, what they wanted to set out to do for this year. Um I think they they are in a spot where it'll it'll sting not getting to the Eastern Conference Finals for them, but I do think that they are a, a year or two and a player or two away from really being where they want to be. Um, ben Simmons, I mean, yeah, I know he went for one point the other night, but he he is phenomenal. He's only going to get better. Um, what else can you say about Joel Embiid? Um, you know, he, he has to shoot the ball 26 times or they won't win. I mean, right? I mean, you know, he's just kind of trying to do what he does, but I mean, you know, he, he gives you everything he has every night, um, defensively, offensively. Um, but I, I do agree with you. I think they're one, one player away. Uh, and I do think that they. Uh, or a year or two away from really being where they want to be. I mean, 2 years from now you're talking about Ben Simmons being in, a, in his fourth or fifth year and Beads in his fifth or sixth year. Um, you know, those guys will be matured in the league. Um, and they'll be they'll be a dominant team. I really do like where they're going with those two pieces. I but I do agree that they need a third. I did not see them being down 3-0 to the Celtics. Um, because they were playing at such a high level that first round, um, and they were playing at a high level towards the end of the season, where uh, they looked like the team that was going to be in these. I mean, everybody said that they were going to be in these conference finals, um, but I think we almost all of us kind of put the cart before the horse, um, and they kind of got reeled into reality of we're not there yet, but we're, we're coming and we're coming quick. So. Um, whether this ends in a, in a sweep or a 4-1 or whatever, Philly will be a team uh, right up top of that Eastern Conference here for the next, gosh, seven to ten years. If they keep all those pieces in place and add another piece, I mean, that they're going to be a team to reckon with as long as they can stay healthy and keep that, those core guys uh, in the box.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. I think you know, like I said, they get a couple pieces. Uh, they're gonna be great. I would, I would give anything because you know they're they're gonna have a top ten pick because mm-hmm. of this year too because of the, the Lakers deal. So they're yep, getting, they're getting that Laker pick. So it didn't. It ended sort If I'm them, I'm bringing JJ Redick back in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless of course I can get LeBron, which you know that's the time. There's a time and a place for that discussion.
1: Oh man, gosh. Whew.
0: Yeah. Which I don't really know if Ben Simmons wants LeBron because, you know, he's LeBron light. So, yeah. That's going to make like, it's like the two Spider Man meme
1: where the two Spider Man yeah. are
0: pointing at each other.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I think, too, Ben Simmons is a competitor, man. I mean, I right. think that he wants to go at LeBron. I'm not saying that he's on the level of LeBron, but that's where everybody is aspiring to be. So, I don't know, um, man. They
0: made an Instagram hashtag together King James <laughs> and the Fresh Prince. <laughs> they made that.
1: Yeah. They did. Um, there, there's, but I mean,
0: lebron has been mentoring them.
1: Yeah. Uh, I just don't, I mean, it's a possibility, man. Anything is possible, of course, but, um, oh, man. I, could you imagine have just those three Yeah. On, on, gosh, I can't even imagine that, but, um, that would be crazy. Yeah. That would be crazy. All right, let's we have, uh, should we?
0: Last thing before we move on from this series, um, you think Philly pulls off a win? Uh, well, well, when people list this, will be tonight, or do you think it's over?
1: Um, no, I think uh, I think they get one. I think they get one. They're they're in Philly, correct?
0: Yeah, game four. Uh, yeah,
1: the game four is in Philly. I think they get one in Philly. Um, it goes back to Boston. Um, hold on, is this two three two or is it two two? It's two, two, one, two, one, one. One, one one one. Okay, so they'll go back to Boston after that second game, and then it'll it'll be all over but the crime because Boston will put it on them there game game five and close it out four one. Yeah, uh, I it. think Philly. I think Philly. Philly's pride. Uh, those players' pride. I think they'll get one in Philly. You know, little Kevin Hart will cheer them on to a victory. Um, but then when they get to Boston, it'll be over.
0: Kevin Hart, and Meek Mill. You know, they'll be courtside. Oh,
1: yeah, of course, with Robert Kraft. How, about, how crazy is that?
0: Hanging out with Robert Kraft, you know. <laughs> uh,
1: Man. That's a, that's a crazy world we live in when... Well, when Kanye Meek West boy. is
0: still just tweeting about crazy things.
1: Yeah, and, and Meek Mill is hanging out with 85-year-old Robert Kraft on the sideline. Right, yeah. You know.
0: Not, yeah. We, we, we. All right, so do you want to stay in the East or do you want to go and talk to the West and we'll wrap up with the Cavs?
1: Uh, yeah, let's go to the West. Let's all go right, man. to the West.
0: Let's start with last night. I mean, actually, both Western Conference games were today. hmm Um, Golden State looked really pissed off that they lost a game. Mm-hmm. Um, they looked very, very mad. hmm And they took out all of their frustrations. Um, Kevin Durant was a god today. Um... Yes, he was. He was freaking amazing, like he always is, and that's annoying. God, they're so annoying.
1: Yeah, it, it is, man. Kevin Durant is, um... He's an uh, he's a special man, and, and and when they play like that, and I and I call it kind of in the football term because I'm a football guy, but when they play downhill like that, and they're coming at you, and they're hitting shots, and they're just playing great defense, and they're and they're locked in. I mean, there's no question that they're the best team in the NBA. When they're locked in like that, you know they were complete focus. They were you know they were making their passes. They were playing downhill. They were playing loose, Durant was hitting shots. You know, when they're playing like that, I mean they are they're tough to beat, man. Tough to beat.
0: Well dude, they freaking like this morning, you know, there's nothing talked about, there's nothing about the lineups been discussed. No one knows anything that's going on. And when they turn in the they turn in the light up, you see it they go they're starting the death lineup to start the game. So mm-hmm. the death lineup is for those who don't know, that's Steph at the one, Clay at the two, Iggy at the three, K D at the four, and Draymond at the five. Mm-hmm. And they just do not let you get past them at all. They just build a wall of defense, mm-hmm. and they suffocate you. And they basically did today, where they said, "We'll let Anthony Davis have his own. We'll let him do his thing. We'll just mm-hmm. take care of everybody else." And that's exactly what they did today.
1: Yeah, I mean that's, and if you're looking at that, you know that pulling the team out outside of you know uh, Holiday who who is. You know who can get their own shot. Um, You know Rondo, he's a creator, but I mean he's only going to give you four to six to eight points. Um, Anthony Davis is the only guy that they have that is consistently going to put the ball in the basket, and you got to make a decision: do we try to play all five, or let Davis get his, and then everybody else we kind of put on lockdown, and that's what Golden State did. Um, I think that. You know, Golden State sees the opportunity there, um, with with knowing that Anthony Davis is their main guy. It's kind of like that the you know the kind of the Jordan effect. Like you you know you're gonna you know Jordan's gonna get forty. Like that's that's an obvious, but you got to stop Pippen from getting thirty. You got to stop you know you got to stop Paxton from hitting you know four or five six threes or who. You know, you can't let those other guys get theirs. And Golden State did a good job of that today by, you know, Anthony Davis is going to get his points and rebounds, but the other guys can't get off uh, as much as they did uh, in the previous game.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, today, you know, the Warriors didn't even need Clay Thompson to shoot well. Um, he was, he had 13 points, but he shot 5 of 13 in the field. He was 1 of 6 from 3. Um, you know, they it didn't matter. It didn't make us Steph and KD were Steph and KD and they were unbelievable. Um, I don't really think mm-hmm. there's a whole lot to say here. I think we've touched on everything They're on, you know, they're fantastic. I hate, I hate how good they are, but I respect them so much. Um, you know, today was a day that it was, it was the Kevin Durant show and he's had mm-hmm. quite a few of those. And we would put him at the four, especially on a team that doesn't have boogie cousins right now. Yeah, It's, it's a cheat code.
1: It is. It is. It's, uh, you put him at the four, and, and and obviously his eyes light up because he knows that 95% of the fours in the league don't have a chance. So, right. you know, it, it's uh, it's not fair. Um, and he went 15 for 27, six, six of six from free throws. Um, and he, you know, he was 15 for 27 from the field and 38 points. I mean, he was just phenomenal today. Absolute phenomenal but like I said, when they're playing, when they're playing downhill, uh, and they're, and they're playing in attack mode and playing defense, I mean, they're, they are, they're truly, truly tough to stop. So, but I mean, you look at that, you know, the other guys that have been kind of hot for new Orleans, you know, Miritich only had seven today, you know, Ronda only had six assists. So, I mean, that's, to hold Rondo to six assists recently has been—that's—that's uh, that's a feat to behold because he's been averaging probably what fourteen, fifteen assists yeah. per game in these playoffs. So you know, to hold him to six means you've—you've you've done a good job of containing him uh, and keeping him not involved in our offense. So, I mean, there's not much really to say. Golden State, when they're playing like that, they're pretty much uh, unbeatable.
0: Yeah, if I'm New Orleans. It's a mecca time. It's time to get a mecca on the floor. Let's do this.
1: Mm-hmm. Bring out Okafor.
0: Just go out there and just have him body Draymond. You know, <laughs> the, yeah. I mean, nothing else you're doing is working. So you know, might as well give it a shot and see if he's still got anything from his from his UConn days.
1: Yeah, I mean, might as well. I mean, he, you know, he's a big body guy. Um, I don't, you know, let him body up on Draymond and see what you can do. Um. I really wish, though, honestly, I know we talked about this before, but I do wish that Boogie Cousins was healthy because it oh, would be God. interesting to see this, to see those battles, um, see how many technicals get rang up and, and flagrant fouls. and so It would have been interesting. But but uh, Golden State is in firm control of this one, and I think they close it out.
0: Yeah. And just so we're clear, we're kidding about a Okafor. We know that he cannot offer – Anything in this playoff series, so please don't leave <laughs> iTunes reviews saying. talking about. Uh, we don't I'm need glad those... you
1: said that disclaimer, man. Yeah, we don't
0: need those <laughs> iTunes reviews. We need good iTunes
1: reviews. Yes, please understand that we were just kidding about a method for. Yeah. We know he has zero shot of stopping Draymond Green. <laughs> uh, I mean, he couldn't. I mean, he couldn't stop Draymond Green's brother right now. So, I mean. Cause Charlotte Bobcats
0: a mecca stuff, Draymond Green.
1: Yeah. No. 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 Not at all.
0: No, not one bit.
1: <laughs> we tried, you know. We were just, yeah. You know, we we gave it our best effort. You got to throw it out there. You know what I mean? Right. You throw it out there.
0: Yeah, but I'm with you. I think I think Golden State wins tomorrow. Uh, wins Tuesday. I think that they, they take that to five. Uh, they end that in five, and mm-hmm. then – so that takes us to Houston. And Utah and Ben, Chris Paul is a game away from his first trip to the Conference Finals. What? Oh, no. And he was awesome today. It's also his birthday. so Is it really? Happy birthday, CP3, old 33. Um, wow. And he did work today. Like, he was great. Um, you know, this, this Rockets team, I love them so much. I think they're so fun to watch play. I think they're really intelligent. Their basketball IQ. You can see it's through the roof. The Toney's got everything really clicking for them, even with the loss in the series. Uh, but, they, you know, Utah had to get a game. They're so good defensively. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, and there was a whole lot of scoring to go around. Paul had 27, and then Harden had 24. Chris Paul had 12 rebounds. He did. When your point guard has 12 rebounds, that means your fast break is awfully nice.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He, um... When he's yeah, if he's got twelve rebounds, that means you're getting down the floor in a hurry and mm-hmm. and you're making things happen. So, um, twenty. I mean, twenty. I, I, that's. I wonder if that's a high total of rebounds from him. I mean, you know, when you think of rebounding guards, I usually don't think Chris Paul, but Chris Paul doing no. twelve rebounds. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, you that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, especially with a team that's Clint Capella. I mean, he had fifteen boards today. God, he's mm-hmm. so good. I mean, he is just destroyed droid
1: with Gobert in this series. He is. Um, and that was kind of a key matchup going into it was him and Gobert because Gobert was the, uh, you know, everybody thought that he was the guy that was going to kind of shine bright, you know, of course, outside of Donovan Mitchell. Um, and he, you know, he's been outplayed by Capella this whole series. Um, I think he was 11-10 and 10 today in 32 minutes. Yeah, And Capella, you know, Capella was 12 and 15 and 37 minutes. So, I mean, he's kind of neutralized Gobert, who, you know, who should be uh, in a lot better spot than he is. But that just showed, goes to show you how good Clint Capella is. I mean, he's just defensively doing his job uh, and making life very difficult for Rudy Gobert.
0: That's what Houston does too, man. I think um, they kind of let their guards kind of like run the game. Being Paul mm-hmm. and Harden, they just kind of, you know, play great defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, they had four guys that scored double digits today. P.J. Tucker being the fourth, the sneaker king of the NBA. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, it was a game where really James, James Harden and Chris Paul really kind of handled business. Um, I thought it was interesting that Utah went to having Don, uh, Don Mitchell play the point today. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of a decent, an interesting stretch uh, strategy point. Have him and James Harden go one on one, and he could not guard him. God, Donovan Mitchell, I love you, man. I'm so happy to see you succeed in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But man, that's a tough draw.
1: It is. Yeah, it is, man. Yeah. Um, I would, I would venture to say uh, James Harden is probably the best one on one player.
0: He's definitely the best isolation player in the NBA.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean. You put him on an island and he's just. And you know what the crazy thing about James Harden is? Is that it doesn't matter what you do, he's always going to get to his left hand and his strong hand and make a play. Like, you never. I mean, when you're teaching basketball and you're looking at basketball, you always want guys to go to the weaker hand. Now, I'm not saying that James Harden can't use his right. Don't get me wrong. But nobody's ever really able to force him to make consistent right-hand shots and layups. Like if you look at most of his finishes, I would venture to say that most of his finishes, uh, probably 85 and 90% of his finishes are all left hand. And everybody knows that and nobody can stop him. <laughs> I mean, it's just he's just phenomenal with the basketball and the pro- you know, the problem is is that if you give him an inch on the perimeter, you're going to get uh, get shot in your eye. But if you go get up on him, he's going to go by you. I mean, he's just that good. So, that's a tough draw for anybody to try to play isolation with with uh with James Harden. I mean, that's just that's just a tough draw.
0: Yes, it is. Um, it's just, you know, and they, they were just awesome. Um again, so again, there's not a whole lot to say in these in these conference fi- semifinals. As great as the games have been, and as cool the moments have been, you know we are mm-hmm. still talking about two series that are three nothing and two that are three to one.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so I also stand where I think the Houston Rockets will win Game Five, absolutely at the Toyota Center with all this with everything in their favor. Um, I think that they'll they'll take care of business and they'll they'll have a week to relax and plan for the Warriors, which. That excites me, actually. Seven days for Mike D'Antoni and Steve Kerr to prepare for each other mm-hmm. is awesome. And I am it all is. for it. Sign me up.
1: It is. Um, I, that's the series that everybody's wanted to see. That's um, the finals. That's the, that's the finals. That's
0: the two best teams.
1: Um, oh, hands down. Hands down the two best teams. The only thing that would pique my interest is I would love to see how Brad Stevens would game plan for either Houston or Golden State just because I think he's such a great coach. Now, I don't know if he'd have enough forces to do anything with but I would love to see how he would game plan for those games. But other than that, um, Golden State-Houston uh, is the finals. Um, I do think that uh, D'Antoni um, and Kerr are planning for one another. Um it'll be something to behold because I think both those guys are brilliant coaches. Um, I think Dan Tony has a great offensive mind, but I also think he has a great defensive mind. Um, And I think that it'll be fun to watch those athletes and those guys go at each other. Um, So hopefully, you know, they'll get, you know, everybody will close out the series like we've, We've said they're going to, and then they'll have days to rest, repair and you'll get two fresh teams with two fresh game plans going at each other, and it'll be compelling basketball.
0: Yeah, you talk about Brad Stevens, if you want to see him game plan for these two teams. Um, that's not going to matter because um, he, up next, after they win their next game, um, they got to run into this mammoth of a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, some people refer to him as the Thanos of the NBA. <laughs> where he just wipes everybody out. You know who I'm talking about. Um, yes, I did. Yeah. A, a man from Akron, Ohio by the name of LeBron James. I'm sure you've heard mm-hmm. of him. He's pretty decent at this basketball thing.
1: Man, I tell you what, he he's not bad. He's not shabby.
0: Yeah, he's got a future in that, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, he does. So, all right. This is one where I figured this was going to be like the kind of the topic of the, sh- of the show. On Absolutely. Time he was like This is going to be the series we're going to talk about. What mm-hmm. angle do we want to play first? Do we want to play, oh my god, LeBron James had another insane moment? Do we want to play, look what he's getting from Kevin Love, and look what like all these other guys are stepping up, like George Hill's played really well. Tristan mm-hmm. uh, Thompson had a really good game one. Or do we want to play, if you're a Raptors fan,
1: what do you think anymore? Uh, I'm going to start uh, from the Raptors fan. Um, yes. If you're a Raptors fan... Um, you're disappointed. Um, you're flabbergasted. You're shocked.
0: It's all um, too familiar.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're a Raptors fan, it, and I am I sympathize with the Raptors fans because being a Pacer fan and, and having to face the Bulls every year and knowing what that's going to be like every year, I, I sympathize with them because it doesn't matter what you do, it doesn't matter what game plan. I mean, you sat DeRozan in the fourth quarter last night. It, you thought you had a lineup that made actually did make a great run to close that game and make it a tie game. Yeah, they did. You know, but gosh, it does not matter? No, because you know, Raptor fans are looking up. They're like eight seconds. Great. Just an eight more seconds for LeBron to break our heart. Not only that, the fact that he elects to go full court, not inbound from and half, not inbound from half, <laughs> and on top of that, you're you're looking at it, and they started off double teaming him, and then they left. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, please let Kyle Corver beat you. Like, what are you doing? Like, why in the world? Why would you leave that double team? Uh, he's like, no, 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 I can't leave Kyle Korver. Like, really?
0: <laughs> I'm
1: like. I'm like, I'm like a, a, come on, man! Like you know, and you listening and Poor Dwayne Casey. I mean, he's at the thing. He's like, man, I called a double team, and they left, and I don't know what to do. And like, <laughs> am like, I'm like, well, I mean, like, what do you, what do you do? I mean, you left the best player on the planet one on one with a rookie. What do you expect's going to happen now? That shot he hit, amazing. There, I I guarantee you, there may be four people in the world that could hit that shot consistently off the run, wrong foot, with the hand in the face, going to the left, right hand bank shot. Um, and the other other three people that could hit it: Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, uh, and maybe James Harden. I um, would say Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie could probably hit that too but I mean to not double team LeBron James and and for you not to double, even when he elects to go full court how do you just not say I don't care who catches this basketball if they get a wide open shot it's not going to be LeBron James if it's Kevin Love and he's to and he's taking a three to win the game, then i just live and die with Kevin Love taking a three. Yeah. If it's Kyle Korver, Kyle Korver off the double team is wide open for a three, I take my chances. Because it's proven that LeBron can hit shots when it matters. Not saying that those other guys can't, but the guy that's already proven once that he can ain't going to do it again. So... You know, if, if I'm looking as a Raptor fan, you know we had. I mean, we're the we're the one seed. Um, we you know we're playing amazing basketball. We have two All Stars who are amazing, Valanciunas, who's a, who doesn't get enough credit. I think he's a, a very solid big man. Um, and here we are. We're down three zero after giving up two games in our. Own home gym.
0: One day got smacked.
1: And one day got smacked. And now I'm facing elimination in Cleveland with a rejuvenated LeBron and a rejuvenated Kevin Love and role players who now feel like they're important because they're hitting some shots. And I'm met and on my own team, the guy, one of my main guys, didn't play in the fourth quarter didn't go to the press conference and was distraught in the locker room because he sat the whole fourth quarter. So now I'm dealing with that on top of having to stop the best player in the world in his home gym in an elimination game.
0: Yeah, absolutely cuz you talk about when um Eugene makes that shot, that's mm-hmm. to tie the game up. That's huge, you know, because absolutely. That, yeah, I mean um, well, one, Jeff Green misses that freaking free throw, which... Yeah, yeah. Don't get I mean, me started on Jeff Green.
1: Yeah. Actually, he was you really know good what game, too. He, was eight, he was eight for eight. Yeah. Going to the line, then. Eight for eight. And missed that free throw.
0: Yeah, and then... But, you know, so... I think OG Nanobi played great on LeBron. I mean, the best you can. Um, I think he's been really one of the more underrated rookies in this class, because everyone's going to mm-hmm. talk about Simmons and Mitchell and Tatum and... Uh, and all those guys have been awesome, obviously, but like OG Anobi's been probably the best man-to-man defender of anyone in this, in this class. Um, you know, and DeRozan having a bad game there, but I think uh, what's really interesting, you know, you talk about like being the Pacers fan that goes against the Bulls. I, I totally relate for the Raptors in the case of being the Bengals fan that goes against the Steelers, and like just mm-hmm. knowing two times a year what's going to happen to me. No matter, mm-hmm. you know, and so I, I totally get it. And I totally feel for them. Um, I think at this point, I'm not saying blow it up, but I'm saying it might be time to get some new fresh, a new fresh voice in there, as far as on the coaching part of it. I mm-hmm. like Dwayne Casey. I think Dwayne Casey's amazing. Um, there's a reason that the Dallas Mavericks won the title against the Miami Heat. Now it's because Dwayne Casey got had figured out everything he could do to stop LeBron James in that series. Um, mm-hmm. you know, way back when. But I think that, you know, they don't have the cap space to really go make a big signing. Um, no. You know, and they con- they don't really have the contracts either. You know, that Serge Ibaka contract is not good. I'm shocked that no, they, they signed him to that. Um, but most you know most of those guys are on rookie deals. Like, OG you Anobi, know, Fred VanVleet. You know, those guys are on rookie contracts. So I don't really know what to say to Raptors fans. I always feel like I need to just go ahead and, like, play the Bart Simpson meme when he gets the cake that says at least he tried and he yeah. walks it over and puts it on the table. Like, you know, because what can you do at this point? He is, in game two, he is trying, in a game two of a playoff series, on the road, he is trying out new tricks. He hasn't shown him games yet. He's just like, I'm going to try this turnaround jumper from every angle of the basket. And he's mm-hmm. knocking him down. Like, when he's trying new tricks in a playoff game... When he's twenty nine
1: yeah. and one in his career against you at home. Mm hmm. Like Yeah. It it's uh it's almost like when Larry Bird walked into the gym and he was like, Hey man, I'm gonna play this whole game left handed. You're like, Okay and he comes out and gets like thirty two. Right. All left handed shots. You're like, Come on, man, like really? Like that that the game, you know, LeBron with, with the fadeaway jumpers, I mean that game Told you everything you need to know. Like, he has no fear of the Raptors at all. Like, no. Like, it ain't like he's playing Golden State and he's like, oh, man, you know, I got to do this and be this and that and the other. No. He's like, he's like, I'm out here just kind of playing around. You know, you could tell he was upset that the game was tied. He's like, that's all right. I'll, I'll go ahead and hit the shot and we all go home happy.
0: <laughs> I'll go full court to ruin your soul even more.
1: Yeah. He's like, hey, I, I do what I want to do. here, so. I'm gonna hit this shot. You know, everybody's gonna cry, and and
0: you know, Kyle Lowry's touch.
1: face just told the whole story. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, you I mean because he knew. You know, Lowry knew. You're like, man, not this again. Right. As soon as he took that shot, as soon as he went up in the air, you know, Lowry's like, man, this is gonna happen to us again. Yeah. Like he knew exactly what was going down. So it's like, you know, it, it, I'm kind of with you. I mean, I love Dwayne Casey because I do think he's a great coach. Um, but at some point, you you know, at some point, something's not clicking. You know, and at some point, you got to say, okay, when do we pull the trigger um, and try to do something different, go another way, go another direction? And like I said, I, I Dwayne Casey's one of my favorite coaches. Um, I think he does an amazing job. But sometimes, you know, uh, you've got to kind of look in a different direction. So, I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's time for them to, to look in another direction. But I, I do have a lot of respect for Dwayne Casey. He's a Kentucky guy. Um, and I think that, you know, I think that he does an amazing job. But sometimes you just need a different voice. I mean, and it doesn't, it doesn't help either that, you know, you're playing against the best player in the world.
0: Right. Yeah, and plus, I mean, the front court's fine. I know DeRozan had a bad game, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, that's not going to happen often when your best player has to set out the fourth quarter because he's had a bad mm-hmm. day. Um, mm-hmm. You know, let alone your team comes back without him, which I'm sure there's some hot take blog writers out there like, are the Raptors better without DeMar DeRozan? Like, no.
1: Right. Never no. not. That guy's a freaking superstar.
0: Yeah, he was an outside not MVP candidate star. for a bit this year.
1: Right, he's not just a star; he's a super, like legit superstar. <laughs> like you're not better without him. He, that guy is phenomenal. He just had a bad game, and, and but it it has to play with your psyche a little bit. Oh, and man. you know, your team comes back; you're on the bench. I mean, does my you know, I, I you know, I pretty much led this team with Kyle Lowry, you know, at, all year and. And coaches do that all the time. I mean, stuff like that happens all the time. You know, it's just the demeanor I saw with him on the bench and, you know, people saying he was distraught in the locker room. And that's that's tough to deal. I mean, no matter what you say, all those guys got egos. So, right. you know, it's that's a difficult situation for him to be in. Yeah, you know, and
0: then, of course, there's Drake. And, you know, <laughs> that's my guy. Like,
1: you know,
0: one of my favorite artists oh, in the world. Man. But, man...
1: Turn the 0-2 into an 0-3. <laughs>
0: yep. See, Drake, this is what happens when you sign with Adidas. Oh, man. <laughs> this is what happens when you leave Jumpman yeah. to go to Adidas.
1: Yeah, that's like, a poor decision.
0: Bad things happen to your team.
1: It sure does.
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man, so, are the, you know, on the Cavs side of it, obviously, just, not just LeBron, um, like we mentioned, Kevin Love has been awesome, game two and game mm-hmm. three. Uh, Kyle Corbett really stepped up and made some shots. Uh J.R. Smith didn't really play by play all that well yesterday, but I kinda read yeah. he was actually sick and wasn't supposed to play. So mm. I'm cool with the, I'm cool with Earl getting some minutes with that, because he only took two shots the whole game. When yeah. J.R. Smith only takes two shots,
1: yeah, you're right, he's sick. Yeah, he's he's got <laughs> something wrong. Yeah. He only then, took two shots.
0: Right. And um you know, obviously I still think it's interesting that guys like Jetty aren't in the rotation. Uh, Larry, yeah, Nance Jr. Is yeah. not, Larry Nance Jr. is not in the playoff rotation right now. He's not. Um, George Hill has been super good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not awesome, but he's just he's just a constant professional that's always going to make the right, right, the right decision. Oh, yep. So let me ask you, man. Do you think it's all clicking at the right time, or do you think that this is just we own the Raptors, we have the psychiatric advantage, we know what we can do against them, Mm -hmm. Or do you really think it's like, okay, this is really coming together?
1: Um, I think it's starting to come together a little bit. Um, I do think part of it is that it is the Raptors. But I do think it's starting to come together a little bit for them. Um, I think that with Kevin Love starting to play like Kevin Love, that makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes people forget how good Kevin Love is. So when he plays the way we know he can play as an all-star, it makes that team that much better. Um, and if you look at it, too, they're relying on the guys that have the experience. I mean, with Larry Nance Jr. not being in the rotation, you know, Seti not being in the rotation, but you're relying on guys like George Hill, who has lots of experience. J.R. Smith, who has lots of experience. Tristan Thompson, who has lots of experience. You know, Kevin Love, Kyle Corver, all these guys have playoff experience, bat, you know, They've been in the fire, they, they they know how to deal with it. And I can see that they're those are the guys they're trying to lean on a little bit more. Um even though I do like Seti, uh he's a guy that that towards the end of that season I really thought that he was going to play his way into that rotation. Um and I, you know, he he has played really well towards the end of the year. He has a turning um,
0: coach ceiling.
1: He does. He does, he really does Um, because he's really athletic and can hit some shots um, and does a lot of things well. Um, But I think they're just relying on guys who've been through uh, playoff basketball. They have the experience, and those guys are starting to play at a higher level. So um, I I think they are clicking. Um, I think they're clicking at the right time, and I think... You know the main part of all that is, is that LeBron is just playing just out of out of his mind, um, and I think that he, I think he wants to put a stamp on being the absolute best player, not just in this generation, but the best player ever. And I think that's part of where he is right now, is that he is trying to lead this team a team that nobody thought would have a shot at even being close to the evening conference finals um, after the way they ended the season. And he's just kind of said, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to do it. And those guys are starting to fall in line. But I think the key to that is, is Kevin Love. Kevin Love's going to play a huge role in whether they win or, or, or lose, because I just think that He's the other all star. He's the guy that's been through it all, and he's the guy that can hit big shots outside of LeBron.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um so I I definitely think I think they wrap it up tonight being that the show goes up Monday morning, the book recording mm-hmm. on Sunday. Um I think that I think they end it tonight. Yeah. Um I, I do. Yeah, so then they can get ready to go to Boston in a week. And yep. it's another thing where LeBron has a week to plan for Boston and He's going to go. All right, I'm going against Terry Year, Aaron Baines, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. I like the horses I have behind me. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, that's... Celtic fans, man. Celtics had their run of beating LeBron pretty bad for a while there, and now it's like, ah, shit.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get a chance to get a week off. um, And nobody, of course, nobody spends the money that he does on his body in recovery, um, and training, and fitness. So he gets a week to rest his body and to prepare for uh, a Celtics team that's young. They're gaining experience, but they're you know, but they're young, um, and, and he gets an opportunity to go to his ninth straight final. I mean, put that in put that in the context: nine straight. Or eight straight, I'm sorry. Eight straight finals. I mean, that's... I mean, that's just phenomenal. I mean, if people want to say, oh, I want to leave, blah, 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 I don't care. Yeah. To, do, to get... <laughs> to get to the finals of anything eight times is phenomenal. Um. So, and there he is. There he sits again. One, you know, five ones away from... Being in his a straight final, I mean that's that's just amazing.
0: Yeah, that's the good thing, he just played his ninety-second game of the year.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because he played all eighty-two for the first time in his career. Like, yep, that's 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 impressive for sure. It all changed. What,
1: what is he? Thirty-three years old. Thirty-three. Man. Yeah.
0: Fifteen years, man. For Celtics, their luck all changed with LeBron James, that fateful Game 6 in 2012.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When you pissed them off.
1: You sure did. Yeah. You got that right.
0: But that's going to wrap up this week's edition of Garbage Time on the 48 Minutes Network. Uh, be sure, as always, to check out 48 Minutes. Our regular show goes up every Friday. Um, you'll be able to, you know, you can stay on this RSS feed. We'll, you'll have both shows on there. So we will be available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play, so you can give us nice five-star reviews and check out both of our shows and leave comments like Tim's really great or, you know, Tim's really funny or, like, Tim talks about LeBron too much. That's fine. You can talk, you, you can put that on there. Uh
1: um, noted. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but other than that, like I said, we'll be, uh, you know, over throughout the season. I mean, throughout the postseason, throughout the offseason, we'll have this going up. So, everyone, have a good night. Enjoy the games this week. And uh, we'll talk to you on Friday.